raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Howard's and Jerks. Are we right history? Mocktails! Oh, hell yeah. We're going back in the vaults, Mock, for a little mocktails. How are you? I missed that song. It's been too long. <laughs> it's the Hammer and Nigel show. I'm Jason Hammer. Tony Kennett's in for Big Nige. And Mock, one half of the chicks on the right, joins us. Let's get down to business. I'm going to sound like Jerry Seinfeld here. What's the deal with all of these college kids protesting for Hamas on campus? It's so embarrassing. I mean, I ju- it's just and I it's just so upsetting because this is the kind of stuff where, you know, you often hear people talking about never forgetting the Holocaust. How could this possibly have happened? Well, now, you know, it's it's made evident by the psychopaths who are protesting, who are not protesting, who are celebrating what happened last weekend when Hamas went on its vicious killing spree there. That there's that's the only way to look at it, because the people who are saying, no, 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 this is just a pro-Palestinian, a liberating Palestinian protest. No, they, those protests were not happening until Hamas took out civilians. So it's it's just it's horrific, the level of indoctrination that we're seeing across the country. And clearly some of these folks are just out there to be the contrarian because when the little gathering happened here on Monument Circle, Tony Kennett and myself, we walked out on the streets, we were talking to people, and my favorite thing that I saw was somebody with a uh, pro-Palestinian sign, but they also had like the pride rainbow stuff on as well. And I just wanted to go up and ask them, what do you think would happen if you went over there and said, I'm queer, I'm here, and I support you. (laughs) Right. I mean, do you remember, like, way back during the the George Floyd, like, all the BLM stuff, where there was that, it was a viral video of people up in an apartment who were screaming out at the BLM protesters in the street, yay, you know, we're with you, we support you, and then somebody, like, tossed a Molotov cocktail at them, (laughs) and and they were were absolutely apoplectic, because they were like, but wait, we're on your side, and that is what I think of every time I see the queers for Palestine flags, and I mean, these people are just idiots they have no idea what they're saying and we're talking on the harvard campus right we're talking at all these prestigious universities who should have been taught to know better and they they just haven't gays for palestine is the equivalent <laughs> of chickens for kfc right because right. at the end of the day it's not going to go well for you once you announce your support of this group because again for those who haven't done their homework they hate the gays and here on monument circle it's gays for palestine and it's happening all over the country um i'm looking at some polling here mock and the polling shows that americans are overwhelmingly in favor of israel it's like 71 72 percent so i guess Mm -hmm. my question to you as somebody who watches the media who i you know is part of the media in a very broad way here 
why are we focusing so much attention on the small minority who supports these people who have chopped off the heads of babies? Yeah, I'm really conflicted about this because there's the part of me that thinks daylight is the best disinfectant, right? Where you want people to see that this kind of hatred and ridiculous indoctrination exists. You want to shine a spotlight on it in the hopes that you'll have more people coming out and saying, oh, my God, this is insane. But at the same time, the media is... You know, they're they're for profit organizations who harvest outrage. And so to the extent that they can amplify the craziest voices, they're going to do that because it results in clicks and views and all of that stuff. And so, you know, it's, it's this weird balancing game that we're all kind of sitting on the sidelines to observe. And, you know, the, the polling is, is comforting, I guess. The fact that most people do have sense, have common sense, and they understand that Israel is, our, is, a, is a huge ally and that all they want is to just exist in peace. Um, but there's also polling that shows that I think one out of every 10, 18 to 25-year-olds is convinced that Hamas is great. And so, you know, I, I think it's important for people to know that. And somehow there's got to be a way to shine the appropriate spotlight on that and yet not glamorize it. And I'm sure you hear the same crap, right? Like, well, how come you are supporting Israel, but you're not for supporting Ukraine? You said it earlier. Israel is an ally. It comes down mm-hmm. to that. The United Kingdom, Israel, two of the best allies to the United States. That's a big yeah. difference compared to just giving Ukraine a blank check, because I've said from the beginning, I don't even think Ukraine really even likes us. <laughs> right. Right. And it's different that, you know, th- th- Israel has been a longstanding ally and their only desire, their only wish in the world is just to exist. And so it's amazing to me that anyone would find fault with that, would equivocate and would say, but what about, you know, this whataboutism with the Palestinian citizens, this constant question that I'm hearing, it's absolutely ridiculous and so poorly timed because they are, they didn't want this fight. They've never wanted this fight. All they want to do is exist in peace. And so everyone who's like, but the blockades, well, yeah, they have blockades because they don't want this, this stuff coming into their country. <laughs> Mock joining us from the Chicks on the Right. Chicksontheright.com. Let's pivot a little bit to what's happening here. Still got some drama going on with the Speaker of the House, and it sounds like now that Jim Jordan is going to be the guy that they put up there for a vote, but it sounds like there's going to be a group of elite establishment butt sniffers who don't like what happened to Kevin McCarthy that are going to try to sabotage. I think the only guy, Jim Jordan, that could bring this group of House Republicans together. You you think Jim Jordan is the only guy? I do. I really do. I don't think anybody else could come close to getting the 217 needed to get them over the top. And I think there's a group of establishment butt sniffers that are going to try to sabotage that. Well, you know, there's a headline on the Daily Mail that was saying that there's going to be a mystery 
mystery challenger. <laughs> so, and and there that it, that would be promoted by exactly who you're talking about by the so-called moderate Republicans in order to try to block Jim Jordan. But honestly, I don't think Jim Jordan has the votes because there's been a whole bunch of people who've made it absolutely clear that they have no interest in voting for him because Republicans can never get their crap together ever. And so we're just, we're, I mean, it's just exhausting to watch this unfold. And it just, this is the kind of stuff that makes people, you know, think about third party candidates more intently because they're seeing how broken the Republican party is. And they're like, there's got to be another alternative. You know, that's a great point because we talk about some of the ridiculous headlines, right? We look at what's mm. happening at the border. You look at the crime in major cities. You look at the inflation. Everything sucks under Joe Biden. It really yeah. does. But we had a story earlier today. Joe Biden in the third quarter outraised Donald Trump, outraised wow. Nikki Haley, outraised uh, Ron DeSantis. And now you see what's happening in the House of Representatives, and it feels like the Republicans, the party as a whole, are trying so hard to grab defeat from the jaws of victory here. <laughs> exactly. It always feels like that. But, you know, I'm a person, and people get mad at me for saying this, I'm a DeSantis supporter, and to me, he is another perfect example, not just the speaker race, but he is another perfect example of us finally having an opportunity to have a candidate who literally fulfills every promise he ever makes, ever, and we're like, let's go ahead ahead and 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 pick the guy that's being indicted on a bajillion counts let's pick the guy that's full of drama that criticizes netanyahu the like the same week that his country's under attack i will never understand it but this is what republicans do we just constantly step on our own feet do you buy the argument and we've talked about this on our program that ron DeSantis might be the best at governing but for one reason or the other he comes off cold he comes off a little unlikable and because the presidential election in essence has turned into american idol he can't win the election well no i don't think he'll be nominated because that is exactly the brush that trump and his followers have painted him with i mean they've called him like no personality and then they've said that he's got a mean personality meanwhile the guy that they're supporting is the one that's throwing out all the insults left and right and somehow that's not mean I, I i'm just i will never understand that line of thinking but it it's just to me it's just more evidence that this is all republicans know how to do is lose mock with us one more thing before we let you go Suzanne Summers passed away yesterday. Mock, she was Chrissy oh, on no. Three's Company. She was also on a number of other shows, uh, Step by Step. She's the sheriff, for those who remember that program. Oh, my gosh, that's right. I loved Three's Company. I loved the characters. Jack Tripper, I think, is on the Mount Rushmore of sitcom characters. Uh, the way <laughs> that that show would just make you laugh with the double entendres, and you know it was coming. Uh, talk a oh. little bit about the passing of Suzanne Summers. Well, just so, so sad. I didn't realize that she'd been fighting breast cancer for like 23 years. So man, does she ever battle it hard? And, and she was just such a 
such a light, you know, such a, um, she reminds me like of Carrie Stacy, right? She's got that bubbly, sunny personality, right. constantly smiling. You just, there, there's not, I don't think you could find a person who didn't adore her because there was nothing to not love. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just so sad. It was, she died a day before today is actually would have been her 77th birthday. And so she died one day before turning 77. And, and like you, I mean, I could not have gotten enough of Three's Company, the show. There was that constant misunderstanding. <laughs> and I just loved it. It was such an iconic show. Did you ever own a Thigh Master? Do you remember the Thigh Master from Suzanne Summers? Oh, yeah. Well, Terry Stacy might still have one in the office. And I remember I got it out one day when we were, when we <laughs> shared an office with her. And I was like, oh my God, I've, I've never tried one of these. And I put it in between my knees and it flipped up and hit me in the face. And I was like, this is not, this is not the tool for me. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to go back to the office back there and start digging around like I'm Geraldo in Al Capone's vaults just to try to find the thigh master that may or may not exist. I'm positive that she still has it. Positive. All right. What is going on at chicksontheright.com? Well, today our live stream, which people can tune into every weekday morning at 745 on basically every social media platform got, platform got cut by Facebook midway through because apparently we're not allowed to talk about war and violence during our live stream on Facebook. So that was super exciting. And so we've gotten yet another strike from our friends at Zuckerberg land. What the hell? The Hamas leaders called for a day of jihad on social media and you can't do <laughs> right. a show? Nope, we're not allowed to talk about that because that contributes to, I guess, the incitement of war and violence. You oh, just can't make this up. Okay, fantastic. Chicksontheright.com, <laughs> Mock and Daisy. Mock, you're the best. Thank you. Thank you. That's insane. <laughs> that is so ridiculous. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.